Welcome to Sisterly Situations. I am Missy. I'm here with my sister, Sherilyn. And Sherilyn hey. has something awesome to say. We got another introduction. <laughs> Hello, I'm Sherilyn. And we have our very first official guest, our wonderful uncle extraordinaire, Uncle Stephen. Uncle Stephen is an opera singer. He is smart and fun, compassionate, super accepting of both of us, which makes him the favorite. And he's hilarious. And he's got great stories. And welcome to the situation. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Uncle. We're very excited. You are our first virtual guest. We've technically had other people on by accident. We had somebody on yeah. in our last, our, our season finale just by accident you were in the room but you are our first guest on the show so thank you so much for doing this we're very happy and excited to have you so uncle steven is is our dad's brother just to put that yes. in context we talk about our family um so this is dad's dad's younger brother how many years yes. are between you and dad he's four years older than i am Okay. And so oh, that makes sense. Cause I was trying to figure out how old you are. Cause I met you when I was like five, six years old or something yeah, like that. Something and like I that. think you were in high school. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. It's been a while. I've known you almost your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't realize that you uncle were that young when she, I guess that makes sense because dad was so young when I was born. Yeah, because remember, not dad's not age, but... biologically old enough to be my dad. Right. Or I mean, technically legally old enough legally, in some states. He's legally old enough, but I don't, I mean, he's biologically old enough, but not legally old enough. Uh, in some states, not legally old enough to be my dad. Right, right. But so he, we're looking, I had to look that, that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the whole thing about states rules are a little, little weird these days. Well, that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. So I was basically he was adoption. So that's how I like, I was like, wait a second. I don't think you're old enough to be my dad. And Jean was like, no, no, he's not. Basically <laughs> he was 15 when you were born, right? That's the math. Uh, something close to that. Almost 15. Okay. So he oh. technically could have had a child, but, <laughs> but he didn't have you. <laughs> oh, I was just trying to work it out. I was going to ask Cheryl like, exactly how, how old are you? You're 30. Do we I don't say know if you that on the show? Seven. I've never given my age on this show. This is so rude. Um, oh, well, then don't do it. That's easy. <laughs> no, I'm 37. Okay. All right. 37 so he's, is, what, 52? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. About to be 52. Yeah. I'm about to be 49. My God. So I had no idea how old you are. <laughs> I you was are like, in like a week, actually. Yeah. I'm about to be 30. Woohoo. I'm excited. <laughs> I don't think I ever knew when your birthday was. September 3rd. Yeah. That's the other birthday, before, like after yours and like our parents that I knew for sure. Uncle Steven's one of the first birthdays I knew, probably because it's in September and I was born in September. <laughs> that totally makes sense. That totally makes sense. I know grandma is within a week of Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I know dad's Halloween. Mm -hmm. I know That's, that makes yours. it easy. I know yours. And mine. <clears throat> because you're obsessed <laughs> with me. <laughs> and <laughs> that's it. That's it. I don't even remember Guinevere's off the top of my head. Like, I have to sit and think about it. May 21st. Minute. What? Why don't you know that off the top oh. of your head? I do. <laughs> I mean, I know, like, I know her birthday, but usually I'm like, it's May 21st. Because she wasn't <laughs> born when she was due. She was yeah. due a few weeks later. So that's yeah. why I remember her due date. <laughs> I was also not born when I was due. I was born... 
something like four four weeks early oh maybe more okay so you are gonna be a libra or scorpio cusp anyway but you were like i need to be a virgo yeah it was apparently quite a quite a thing my mom has told the story a couple of times that she went into labor early and there was a a miscarriage in between your dad and me Um, and actually what brought up so what was it they went to the hospital it was really late at night almost midnight and when they got there the doctors suggested that they get in the car and go drive around the block a few times uh until the clock went past midnight so that they didn't have to pay if if they checked into the hospital at 11:45 they would have had to pay for that entire day oh wow in order to save that they were like you'll be fine go around the block a few times come back after <gasps> midnight <laughs> and this is in the 70s wow. right you were set you were born you must have been 73 correct okay wow that's so funny <laughs> oh yeah uh well let's see she had gone through i guess some early labor pains and instead of putting her on some kind of a tranquilizer or a drug or anything to to relax her they <laughs> gave her a prescription for oh god i forget how much it was but she was supposed to drink x amount of hard liquor each each contraction week or day or something or week. like that oh, okay to, in order to relax things and you know theory being it was far enough along in the development they were in the final i was in the final trimester like that there's not going to be any i'm not going to be affected by anything as as a child you know developmentally i'm all done like oh my god so, wow would not fly in 2022 nope in a mi- no way <laughs> would that fly um, in 2020 no i i do have a friend who was told to drink beer during her last trimester just have like one glass of beer during her last trimester that it would help with milk production and such and all throughout her breastfeeding that's what I, she was told i wonder what that has to do with why would they say I that i have no idea like i mean like other than the i i guess i kind of understand where they're coming from with the relaxation part right like try to reducing hard anxiety liquor, though, stress. Wouldn't a glass no of that's wine fucking be... weird <laughs> hard liquor <laughs> well i mean there, there was there were also what mid, i don't want to say mitigating circumstances but it was it was a very bizarre situation because it was right before i was born that my dad your grandpa had his accident with his hand oh and so that stress on mom like i think she was out she was out running errands or something. She and, was she and, was grocery shopping and she had two full grocery carts, one in front full of um, apple juice and one in back full of whatever else. And she had a feeling and she left them. Yep. Yep. She so had was, a feeling and she left. No cell phones. Right. Just, wow. Just figured something was wrong. And sure enough. Well, so the way she tells the story is when she got back, she opens the, gr- the basement door and she goes, Bob, is everything okay? And he's like, yeah, everything's fine. Shuts the door. Two seconds later, he saws his fingers off. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I've never heard that story. Really? Really. Well, you know, I'm the stepchild. I don't hear all the stories. Oh, yeah. We, we, it doesn't, it doesn't take long. <laughs> no, we talk about. Okay. <laughs> we do talk about a lot of that kind of <laughs> That kind of thing. Mostly, mostly so far, it's been we've addressed how I am mom's favorite and it's not a secret and it's super awkward. I actually just edited an episode where we talked about that. I was like, 
uh, cringing, so very cringy. uncomfortable <laughs> in my body. I'm like, <laughs> it makes me so uncomfortable that we're not only that it's true, but also that we're all so fucking open about it. And, we, <laughs> and everybody That's knows, fine. including mom, including mom. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She she's totally comfortable with your, her favorite. She doesn't say it, but she does not deny it. So no, if somebody else calls her out and if somebody else is like, well, we all know Missy's your favorite. She'll be like, I love all of my children in very different ways. You all have something good about you. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, mm hmm. But Missy is your favorite. And she's like, well, I mean, yeah. (laughs) So a little more smoke up my ass. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I mean, if you need money, you can call, you're not calling Missy, but (laughs) you'll call me. Actually, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But otherwise, otherwise, Missy is your favorite. She calls me for weed, you know, which I'm lighting a joint now. Thanks, guys. (laughs) It's It's terrible. (laughs) It's too early for you to drink wine. Yeah. I don't start (laughs) drinking before 11 (laughs) a.m. Before 11 a.m. Yeah, normally. That's not a thing. I did get some CBD oil at the farmer's market today, though. Oh, I want to see the ingredients. Okay, back to topic. So, yeah. We have to do this often, Uncle. We derail, and then we got to come back. Did you start a timer, by the way? Did you start a timer? Good job. See, she she keeps us on track that way. Nice. Um, I remember. Because I ramble. (laughs) She does ramble. (laughs) I love it though. It, in the ramblings, there's a lot of good shit. So anyway, just for a second though, why I'm saying it's a little early for my wine is because a lot of times when we read, when we do these, when we read these, when we're recording later in the day, it'll, it'll be, you grab your weed. I grab my wine. Let's get started. <laughs> so yeah, when we do it like in the, weed in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I need to eat something. That counts as a snack. <laughs> It actually helps me eat in the morning. Otherwise, I won't eat until like 2 or 3 p.m. And then my stomach hurts so fucking bad. It has been. I like haven't been eating enough the last couple of days, I guess. And mind you, I'm eating. I just have a Williamson fucking metabolism. So I'm eating like a normal person, but Mm. it's not enough. It's my stomach. I don't know what's been going on the last few days, but my stomach has been really in like I've even thought about like I should cut out coffee, but I could not this morning because we started recording at 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, don't, no, cut don't cut out coffee, don't cut out coffee. But I was nervous that maybe I was drinking coffee before food and maybe that was like the acidicness of that was hurting my stomach or I honestly think I've been just eating like too much salt in my diet and I kind of need to like chill out with that and gluten. I've been... I've just been really lax with the gluten lately. And you two are my gluten, my gluten pals, glutenless pals. We can't, we can't do that. Gluten limited. on that boat too. Yeah. I didn't, know, I didn't know either of you were on that boat. I started it. I was the OG. She was the first. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She yes. was the first many, many moons ago before Guinevere but was I, born. Yeah. yeah. Long before, uh, about two, three years before Guinevere was born. Yeah. But I have never gone completely gluten-free never in except for the first two weeks because that's what I committed to my doctor that I would go I would try it for two (laughs) weeks (laughs) but because you know a life without brownies is and is not worth living like I'll just Uh, to be fair I've never completely gone gluten-free either but yeah so um, I've always been very clear that I'm gluten limited yeah same so I have not been limited 
I've been eating peanut butter stuffed pretzels. Oh, they're so good. And then all that salt on them. And it's been, we had like this giant tub of them and I've been oh, yeah. snacking. On oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I've been snacking on them. So I'm wondering if like some of that is fucking my, with my stomach and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, yes. Yeah. So anyway, I got to go on like a detox and a cleanse, but for today I'm going to smoke a joint and eat what I want. There you go. <laughs> I, I dropped it after a conversation with uh, with Eric. I was trying to work out why I had heartburn for five years. And, for know, our I'll listeners, be... Eric being our dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. We I don't think really we've ever said him. his name as his name. <laughs> Fair, um, but yeah, I tried all kinds of after taking the uh, what OTC PPIs for so long. Like they say, don't take it for more than two weeks. I'd take them for two weeks, stop for a day, take it for two weeks, stop for a day. I nodded, but I don't know what that is actually. OTC is over the counter. So just walk into a pharmacy and buy. And PPI is a proton pump inhibitor. Suppresses the production of acid in your stomach. Oh, oh, okay. So it's for acid reflux, heartburn, associated things. And I started that because the acid reflux was starting to mess with my singing voice like I went to do a gig in New York and I lost every note above an e which Which is not good so um which is where exactly (laughs) yeah like high pitch low pitch alto yeah so it was the I lost the high end of my range and you are a for our listeners tenor right tenor fuck (laughs) (laughs) I might I was gonna say alto (laughs) ah I know I can sing alto, but that's... You can, yeah. I remember us having that conversation, actually. Yeah, I started messing around with my diet to try to figure out what the heck was going on and cut out everything I could think of and never actually considered gluten until I was over at your dad's house for, uh, I guess it was Thanksgiving? I don't know. Someday. That tracks, yeah. yeah. And he asked if I had, like, do you have any problems with gluten? I said, no. He said, well, you're lucky. It fucking sucks. And, like, when I got home that day, <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, I tried everything else. What the hell? Let's let's drop that out. So no beer, no bread, no pasta for, uh, I guess it was a week or two. And within two days, no more problems. Oh, my so, gosh. Wow. Yeah. So unfortunately, that that has led me down the gluten-free path ever, ever since. <laughs> I miss pizza. I miss pizza. I miss sandwiches. Oh. I miss I miss fried food. Yeah. Yeah. I you feel that. All, but... You can find all these things, but it's not as simple as, hey, I'm gonna pop into, I don't know, Wawa and grab a quick sandwich. Like Yeah, no. or stop at the pizza place and grab a slice. Yeah. Can't do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, same thing. Being vegan, can't just yep. hop in a place and grab a slice of pizza. Except I did finally find a pizza place, but I can do that in San Diego. I'm so excited. First place I've ever heard of. It's California. Well, yeah, I know. But I thought I'd find it like the first day I was in California, not three years later. I have not given any of those things up. Just (laughs) I'm a frequent flyer at the Wawa. (laughs) (laughs) You just got the rewards points and everything. I do. I get free sandwiches sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. You, You should see the before and after photo. Like my my clothes didn't fit anymore. I I dropped. I went from one ninety to like one sixty. Wow. Yeah, I dropped a lot of weight when I went when I was better about being gluten free. Also, and then I got pregnant, and then I decided that um, that you were pregnant and that you that were gonna do whatever I was the fuck uncomfortable you and miserable anyway. So 
<laughs> that was me last night with the pretzels. I was like, my stomach hurts already. I want those pretzels. Fuck yeah, it. I was like, I'm, I'm not the way to do it. <laughs> and I, I'm fat and I'm uncomfortable and I'm not going to be comfortable for the next, well, apparently eight months. <laughs> and <laughs> for the rest eight years. So might as well just go ahead and have the brownie and the pizza and then I regretted the pizza because it's not that good here but oh that's right yeah there's a place out here that they call there is a place up the street further out that has like the brick oven pizza that's that's okay so like there's a couple of spots if you go there where and when you walk in it's clearly tony from new york like it's not a virginian that's running that place you know what i'm saying so (laughs) you know you're gonna get a slice and it's gonna be a decent slice of pizza but on the average no you can't just walk into any place and get a slice and it'd be good well i i know i lived i lived in that town for seven seven years was it that long because i know you went to college down here u of r right yep where missy wanted to go and then she bailed out because she did, she decided she wanted to go somewhere else instead. yeah i don't think bailed out is exactly what happened <laughs> right she got older than 12 and she knew about more colleges <laughs> yeah I, I had a blast at richmond it was great but i i do remember that there was not a sink my first stop every time i came back to jersey was a pizza place wow okay it in virginia was for crap yeah there's a good bagel place up the road too but it's like the one okay that's new that's new also yeah but it's, it's definitely transplants. It's not people from around here. That's the place that we have here that's like that in California, in San Diego, one of the neighborhoods, there's a place called Hoboken Pizza. The rumor I heard is that they actually ship water from the East Coast from New York, I think. Because that's what makes the that's what makes the big difference in yeah, bread products with the bagels. I thought that was a joke, but it's true. I was watching something with Aunt Dawn recently where they had they were shipping the water from New York to Africa for a bagel place. That was like a New York style bagels in Africa that was opened up. Oh my Lord. Okay. <laughs> That's how serious it is. You need to have the right water. So it's not necessarily, they don't know how to make it. They just don't have the, they don't have the New York Harbor. Oh God, please tell me that's not where the water comes from. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole new meaning to garbage pizza, doesn't it? Oh my God. But it's Ew. delicious. <laughs> It's delicious and almost fermented. No, it. So you don't do Philly cheesesteaks then, huh? Because you have they do gluten. Right. I mean, I've I've confused a few a few bar cooks by you know who'll be there and like, oh, I'm gonna get a cheesesteak. So, okay, I, I, give me a cheesesteak, but no no bread. Like, what do you mean no what? bread? Like, yeah. Like it, it, it comes with fries, right? Like yeah. It's like, so I explained it to the waitress and it made sense. Next thing I know, the cook comes out from the back over to the table and wants to know what exactly I, I mean. Like it, it, it's pretty simple. Do everything that you would do for a regular cheesesteak, except that last stage when you have the bread in one hand and you scoop the thing into it, move that hand <laughs> and put it on the French fries and, and we're done. It's really not that hard. And <laughs> I love you. Move that hand. <laughs> <laughs> And then it makes sense. And now, like a, a year later, uh, when they've revamped, the, this is a bar that's all right. This is going to sound funny. This is the bar that we go to after church on Sunday morning. 
and they uh they now have that as a uh, they now have it on on the menu they have cheesesteak fries and because cheese of steak. you yes because of you look at that wow i love that that's so cool do they yeah. what do they call it do they give you credit no they just call it cheesesteak fries yeah I'd be That's calling it Steve's cheesesteak fries. There you go. <laughs> so, so, to, so you're college. in college. <laughs> well, first of all, wait, let's back up way back because I was just making a joke. I would like to know <laughs> where, where were you born? Boston. Okay. Was dad also born in Boston? No, dad was born in your, wait, your dad. My yeah, brother. my dad. Your brother. Uh, sorry. Yes. Okay, so then where was Grandpa born since you brought that up? Summit, New Jersey. Okay, okay. Is that how we all wound up in New Jersey? No, I think they... Because you guys moved around a lot as kids, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. No, we moved moved from... So we lived in Medfield, which is southwest of Boston, by about 15 to 20 minutes, I think. My dad worked in... Oh, shit. All I can think of is Fenway, and I know that's not right. Foxborough. Uh, he worked for the Foxborough Corporation, and, and then he got transferred to New Jersey, I believe. Is oh, oh, so okay. When they went, how? Uh, well, they didn't go house shopping. Your grandma came down to go uh, house shopping. She had five days or something like that to find a house. And my grandparents, so my father's father and stepmother, they came to stay with your dad and me while mom went to go shopping. And Which stepmother? Ginny. No. Wow. Because he had like three wives, right? Four. 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 Yeah. I met uh, one. I met the last one. I met Phyllis. I never met him, but I did get to meet Phyllis. Phil- Phyllis was great. We we liked Phyllis a lot. Uh, Ginny was wife number three. Uh, as far as as far as I'm concerned, Ginny is grandma because I never. Oh, yeah. While I did meet Edna and Dot. These names are great. Oh yeah, it was Edna, Dot, Ginny, and Phyllis. Yeah, those names are fantastic. I love them. I think Edna was my dad's mother. I think I have the order right. I think Edna was first. Dot is known as the wicked stepmother. Um, oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite name was Dot. Mm. It's so cute. But Edna was is very pretty. Anyway. In the living room in my parents' house, there's a family photo of a, uh, I, guess it, I guess there was a wedding. It must have been a wedding where I'm sitting on Edna's dot dot slap i think but i was so young like i have no i have zero recollection of anybody before jenny but that makes that side of the family really interesting because i would meet i would meet a new family member at every single event we ever went to every time yeah i bet well with uh, four wives that's four different families that's oh yeah and then it branches off really fast after that because with edna there was my dad and his two sisters Tandaruthi and Matt and Martha. Dot had... Can I pause you real quick? Yeah. So, Missy, I don't know if I told you this. Just recently, I was on a call with Uncle Steven and learned that Martha is actually our aunt. <laughs> I always thought that they were, like, friends of the family because we call Tanta Ruthie, like... Tanta Ruthie, like she, <laughs> she's our aunt, but okay. everybody has always referred to her as Martha. Nobody's ever said Aunt Martha. So I, I was, say Aunt Martha. I call her Aunt Martha all the time. Yeah. I mean, whenever I refer to her, but no, Aunt, Martha, no. And Aunt Martha and Uncle Peter. No, it was literally the first oh time I've gosh. ever heard anyone refer to him that wow. way. So that uh, it's so always fun. been Martha and Peter, Martha and Peter. <laughs> and I was like, 
oh, so they're not just like really close family friends. Like I just figured they just grew up together. They were really close family friends, did not really make the connection. That's my dad's other sister. Yeah. That, that's how close they are. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, I haven't seen, to be fair, also I haven't seen Aunt Martha and Uncle Peter in I don't know how many years. I haven't seen them at a uh, Thanksgiving. And- just a few because they were, we had that family reunion here in, yeah. it was uh, here in Richmond. At Joanna's house. At Joanna's house. And you were there for that. That was the one that grandpa skipped because he broke. He right? broke his ankle oh, or something. Oh, he broke his foot. Uh, how many years ago was that now? Uh, Guinevere was born. So it had to be. It was before I moved to California. So it had to be four. more than three like, years. I think it was 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. 2018, I think. So yeah, that's not, not too long ago. Okay. But that's still like four or four five years. years. <laughs> that's four years. <laughs> Well, you're I mean, it's not like 10, like I thought it was, I guess, but yeah, you were making it seem like I haven't seen them since I was a kid. Okay. Well, like, before the, no, no, I mean, not, I knew. Although that the I last had... time I saw them, I didn't realize that they were an aunt and uncle. Hi, Katie because there's just no, like if Missy and I walk into a, uh, into a room and see each other, there's no mistaking we're sisters. Like we're super affectionate with each other. It's like, Hey, I love you. Uh, but grandpa's not like that with his sisters. Mm. Tanta Ruthie is like that with everybody. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. All right. That's fair. Yeah. So I just there there was no like. And Aunt Martha is kind of like that too. Aunt Martha is more of like the huggy when you see her kind of than Grandpa, I guess. But Grandpa has that too. He. So let's see. There's those those three those three from the first marriage. Okay. Uh, second marriage with Dot. I think she had. Like they got married, you know, later in life. So she already had children, adult children. I think three, three or four of them. And then Ginny. So later in life, being like in their thirties. Oh God, no! Later in life, being like sixties. Oh wow! What? So had three marriages after sixty? Well, they all died on him, didn't they? Yeah, except Phyllis. He he. Well, he died. He yeah. Died to Phyllis. Mm-hmm. But, um. Yeah, because I, I got to meet her. <laughs> I forget what exactly got everybody. I think with Ginny, it might have been cancer. Yeah, and then so when he married Ginny, uh, Ginny had, I think that part of the family is the shots. Maybe oh, got, yeah. Maybe got was Corboys. I don't recognize I that one. It. Yeah. Wait, think- why do I? No, I recognize shots because that's what Uncle, I mean, that that's what Tante Ruthie calls Uncle Shotsy. Uh, Shotzi fucking a, Joe, Uncle Joe. Jeez, I stumbled over so many uncles' names right there. I just Shotzi is a German term of endearment. Shotzi. Okay. 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 But shot. Uh, S. I can't. I don't know how they spell it. That's okay. There's Corboys and shots. No, and I how I spell know, it. I don't remember what Phyllis. T e q i l tequila oh that's probably not funny if that's your last name i'm sorry (laughs) oh i think it's funny but it's not my last name (laughs) there are are four kids from that and then of course since they're all adult children they are are all married and have families so you know when i was a kid pretty much every trip out to erie was either for a wedding or a funeral oh wow well, I mean, not Awkward. everybody, but a lot of a lot of them. Like, so yeah, great big family functions with. Oh, so this is you know these are Ginny's kids, and now 
they have four kids and then at the next wedding in 10 years or something like these kids have kids and <laughs> yeah. absolutely right insane. so you're meeting new generations every time you go to a function I ran, much. I, I ran into tom corboy and can't remember his sister but we were on some little puddle jumper airplane when i was maybe 10 on the way to a wedding and get on the plane and these people recognized me and i had absolutely no idea who they were they're like oh my god steven like we're we're, we're all going to the same place I'm like yeah we're on a plane of course we are. <laughs> Who the hell are you? We're going to Pop's wedding. Right. Pop who? <laughs> and you were going to the wedding too, right? Like that's what they meant yeah. by the same place for real. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I was. But you was didn't know. Kid. Yeah. I was that kid. You're going to the same place. Yeah. The whole plane is going to the same yeah. place. It doesn't make random stuff. <laughs> right. <Not like> us. <laughs> I'm a kid, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> i love that so that was that was fun that Um, is fun you're so literal i love that so there's there's some of the hilarious (laughs) that's just a true story that's not (laughs) i know but it's also funny (laughs) okay i'm really sorry to do this i have to pee so bad because i'm I'm still in like my morning hours so just give me a moment you guys can keep talking talk amongst yourselves okay great so i'm going to skip around a little bit here so we know you were a kid obviously. As, as were we all <laughs> <laughs> you went to you went to college and in richmond's you took voice did you you majored in music like in general or just for voice how did how did that work out um, how did that go i graduated with a bachelor's degree in psychology and music with a philosophy minor oh that's ambitious yeah that's a lot no wonder why it was seven years <laughs> oh well i was i mean I, I was in college i entered with the class of 96 i graduated with the class of 97 because i stayed a fifth year to finish uh, the music portion oh, okay so up until the second semester of my senior year i had a, a i was a psych major with all right i was a music major when i started like freshman mm-hmm. year got mad at the music department dropped my music major they apparently had a faculty meeting in which they were trying to discuss how they could streamline my schedule because I was taking classes I didn't need to take, like calculus. And I got, Ugh. yeah, and I got a little offended that they would have the balls to have a faculty meeting trying to plan out the rest of my college life without inviting me. Yeah, because isn't that, in, like, the whole point of college is it's supposed to be you get to make those choices. Yeah, that bothered me. And in t- typical fashion, I, you know, virtually threw up the, the two fingers and took a walk. I'm like, okay, no more music major. So I was a psych major. And then second semester of my senior, right before second semester of my senior year, uh, it occurred to everyone that uh, in reviewing, you know, my file for graduation that I was, I, I needed to drop the last required class for my music minor to pick up the last required lab course for my psych major. Otherwise I wouldn't have had a major. Okay. So I did that. And then I couldn't really handle graduating, you know, after doing so much in the music department there and having music be such a part of my life since I've been reading music as long as I've been reading words. Like it didn't make any sense to finish college without a piece of paper that said, hey, look, I can do music. So I stayed a fifth year to finish a music major. And so my last year I lived off campus down at Monument and Boulevard. And that was my only, I only went to the music building for my last year. It was, it was fantastic. 
and that's where you lived with the with your when your uh, roommate got shot right yeah yeah my yeah used to be my apartment mate he was my neighbor at that point we there were three of us on we took over it was a three three story building we had the two apartments on the second floor there were three of us on one side three of us on the other yeah because i remember talking to dad about it and being like i think uncle steven lived off of monument avenue and him being like i don't remember what street he lived off of but it was one and had a lot of statues going down the middle and i was like that would be like monument i was like (laughs) monuments (laughs) they were going down the middle (laughs) uh, that's the one (laughs) might be what that one is around the corner from the museum okay the art museum yeah yeah not a not a nice neighborhood it is now at well, the time yeah it's much better now yes well well when i lived there the first body of the year they found about a block over and a couple of blocks down uh they found another one in a car that had someone had chucked a molotov cocktail into so it was on fire that was a couple of blocks away uh we had people sleeping in the garbage pile in the alley outside uh, breaking into the basement to sleep down there. Uh, at one point, at something like four in the morning, some some poor there was this banging on. Maybe it was not that late. Maybe two, something like that. Somebody was banging on my neighbor's apartment door, and opened up the door, and there was a woman, mostly naked, who was crying, saying she had just been raped, mm. which was probably awkward. I mean, certainly awkward for her, but awkward for everyone because now you've been traumatized and you wind up at an apartment with six guys yeah oh wow yeah yeah that would be awful yeah and then rob got shot on the back porch twice in the stomach and we all like we moved in five days like just gone yeah oh but the housing market you couldn't do that today so i'm I'm glad it's a better neighborhood (laughs) Yeah. So well, I there t- are still neighborhoods like that in this in this market. Of course. Yes, but I, I that neighborhood is much is much better than it was. They have like Friday night events. I would yeah, walk around I've, that neighborhood by myself, no problem. Yeah, I mean, after a certain time, I wouldn't recommend by yourself necessarily. But yeah, well, the times that we've been there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I've certainly walked around that neighborhood quite a bit because they do the art museum has things like Friday nights. There's like wine on the patio or on the courtyard area. So it's very it, it is a very nice area now. But I guess during there was a little bit of a, a backslide with some of the protests and stuff. So that was a yes, particularly Monument we- Avenue. Yeah, that's why you and Monument I went. Avenue got well, hit quite a bit. <laughs> I've got a lot of videos yeah, and pictures. All those, all, those, all those monuments to all the dead white they're guys. All, they're down. Yeah. Yeah. When I moved to Richmond, a friend of mine had described it as the largest collection of second place trophies in America. Oh, I mean, not wrong. <laughs> that's funny. All right. So how um, was college other than that? <laughs> Oh, college, college was great, actually. I I loved my time there in Richmond. Uh, but after after I graduated, then I stayed for a couple of years and you know, worked at the worked at the beer store and took lessons and all that good so stuff. When did you go to Westminster? Was that before or after? You just took that right out of my mouth. That's so funny. <laughs> Westminster was grad school, so that was yeah. after. I started grad school in 90, 99. So okay. how many years after you graduated your, with your undergrad? Two. I Two. entered with the okay. class of 96 because I graduated high school in 92. 
and then I stayed a fifth year to finish my second major. So that put me out in 97. Right, you graduated the, you graduated the college. I don't know why I was gonna say that. You graduated college the same year I was born. No. Right, you just said 92? High school, because you were born in 92. High school in 92. Oh, high school, duh. So I, who graduated? I remember, I remember that because it was in my, it was a very bizarre ex- experience for an 18 year old, 18 year old guy to be in his freshman dorm room being like getting a phone call and I have a niece. I'm an uncle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew I was an uncle being an uncle again. It was, I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was kind of weird. That is strange that you're, you know, cause he, dad was about to be 23 when he had me. So very young. I like, yeah. I, I would say, you know, that's the youngest yes. parent I've ever heard of, but very young. I mean, especially now my generation's not having kids pretty much until their thirties. I mean, of course there's some that aren't, but or that aren't having kids at all. And some that have had them earlier, but I feel like we're moving more towards people having kids later in life. So to me, just 22 sounds like such a baby to have a baby. Like, I'm like, we grew up together, basically. Well, when, when, yes, it is far too young. When did, right. You were, Cheryl, you were five. Is that when? So he says five, I say six is when I moved in with them because I remember my seventh birthday being the first time we had that birthday party on Story Street. Okay. And that I have pictures of my seventh birthday and that was first grade. And so that would have been what? Nine, 90? Five and 90. I was six and 91. 91. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. And mom was pregnant the summer. So I think it was like 92. Cause I remember mom being pregnant the summer that I called you all the time. Cause I absolutely adored you. You were super nice. And to this day, the only phone number I remember is grandma and grandpa's house because I used to call and want to talk to you all the time. And then mom was like, um, our long distance bill, you're going to need to stop doing that. Oh my gosh. Cause that was long oh, distance. Okay. I forgot about that. <laughs> was back, back in the stone ages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it was one of those things. So grandma used to, what she told me was she was like, when you call, you you just say it's you and you can hang up and then I'll we'll call you right back, back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so that I could chat with my uncle because I, I just Aww. absolutely adored you. Grandma's <laughs> the sweetest lady. Yeah, she's, yeah. Pretty, she's pretty awesome. She's pretty freaking great. Yeah. Love that lady. Yeah. So that oh, that's cool. so sweet. I didn't know that was a thing that you called Uncle Steven all the oh, time. Yeah. All the time. All the time. It was great. <laughs> it brought me back to like when I was about that age and what I would do. I remember coming over and calling you my jungle gym because you would let <laughs> oh, me yeah. climb all over you. All you had to do was like stick out a hand and I'd grab it. My foot was on your leg or chest or whatever. And I'm walking <laughs> up your your back and like... <laughs> Yeah, that sounds right. So funny. <laughs> yeah, I was I was yeah. one of I was one of very few people in my in my circle who starting at I guess about the age of what sixteen is that right? Nineteen ninety seventeen. I was an uncle at sixteen or seventeen. I've been an uncle for longer than I haven't been, which is kind of cool. oh, that's adorable. <laughs> I definitely have been an aunt longer than I haven't been. Also, with my step siblings having children when I was in the third grade so you're like nine mm-hmm. i remember yeah. coming to story street to babysit you cheryl and having uh having a discussion with you about you had minutes and seconds mixed up oh <laughs> you thought there was 60 minutes in a second oh. 
the other way around. And uh, I think one of my favorite phrases when I said it was time for you to go to bed, you were like, you're not the boss of me. <laughs> I was like, actually, tonight I am, in fact, the boss of you. It's time <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that must have been something for a 17-year-old boy to deal with. How funny. And oh. then I was- then I was following, I was following, sorry, because, you know, again, before the days of cell phones and GPS, following Eric down those back-ass country roads uh, from <laughs> New Egypt back to Lawrenceville, uh, we stopped at the Wawa downtown in New Egypt on the way out. And who did I run into? You know, something ridiculous. It was like 5.30 in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, something like that. And I'm at Wawa and run into Dean Mason, who was uh, one of my gym teachers in high school. Here. what the hell are you doing here like yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that's funny i run into my old gym teacher at wawa when i go back to Tristan. Nice. yeah but, yeah you know, that would make sense though because your gym teacher would be like well he's in, in that, that same town, town. Yeah. i was 45 minutes away absolutely <laughs> i know like i know where mr the neighborhood where mr conk lives so that it like we're in a very very tiny town and he lives is. there and teaches there so yeah it does make more sense certainly yeah. it does it was just funny for the story purposes oh yeah obviously yeah and then don't worry Cheryl. Um, i'll cut all of this out <laughs> and then of course so. <laughs> my gym teacher was in fact is in fact cousins with uh my the person that I have known longest on this planet who's not family. We've been oh, friends wow. since nursery school. Yeah, nursery school. Went to different elementary schools, but then intermediate, junior high, high school. Uh, I went to visit him at, uh, he went to Mary Washington, which is just up the road from Richmond. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's up in Williamsburg. Road. Yeah. Uh, Fredericksburg, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, it's Williamsburg. South. That's, that's Mary. That's William and Mary. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have a lot of Mary stuff happening here. Yeah. <laughs> West by God, Virginia. Um, <laughs> let's see what else. So yeah, uh, then I dropped by and I was going down somewhere. I forget exactly what town it was, but I drove right past Fredericksburg. So of course I had to call Eric and then I went, uh, Eric was the, my friend's name. I went to visit. Oh, okay. Him, so two and Eric's. His, him and his wife and their two children so and then I had lunch with him a year or two ago when he was up here in Philly but I have oh, an cool. old I have an old nursery school picture of like the entire nursery school on a jungle gym and he's in that picture Aww. that's so cool that's adorable it's funny I can I can still name almost everybody in that photograph kind of amazing that's I don't very think- impressive I think I could take a picture today of my friends that I see a couple times a year and still stumble over names. <laughs> like, well, I'll, I'll stumble, I stumble over one or two of them, but, but then there's also a picture in, so in the nursery school picture, one of the, one of the girls is sitting on a tricycle like this. <laughs> uh, she wound up being... For our listeners, hands on the hips, scowl faced. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, she wound up being... No, she didn't wind up being. She was the daughter, is the daughter of the she guy who was uh, your father's ice hockey coach. Oh, okay. Oh. And then there's a picture of her. Her name is Liz. And then there's a picture of me and Liz, uh, our senior year for the yearbook. Back on the jungle gym and oh. on the tricycle. That would be perfect. Um, almost. She <laughs> she was the she was the goalie she was the goalie for the field hockey team. 
She was also the only girl that played boys ice hockey. She was the goalie for the varsity ice hockey team. Nice. Which was awesome because when like somebody would get on a breakaway and Lawrence's goalie shut them down, the people in the newspaper were like, Liz Hill, the only girl in the league shut down. It was great. That's Um, so dope. That's so dope. (laughs) She and I I were voted, you know, they vote people like, most athletic, most yeah, the superlatives. superlatives. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, she and I were both voted most athletic. So there's a picture then from in our senior yearbook of us standing outside with her parked up on my shoulder. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. <laughs> nice. Well, that's funny. That's how. That's how I became friends with one of my really good friends from high school. Is I couldn't see over the fence because we were watching the track meet and she had me sit on her she put her hand on the fence and like her elbow was bent and she had me sit on her arm that's funny yeah (laughs) yeah can you guess what I was nominated for I didn't win but I almost but you know I was nominated for in the superlatives what's that I want you to guess most crazy most social most talkative (laughs) most talkative I thought you guys would get it super quickly. That's why I was like, I want you to guess. <laughs> I was nominated for most individualistic and pissed when I didn't win because it was the only thing I had a chance of winning. I was pretty, I was pretty okay with the girl that won because I was like, yeah, she talks more than I do. I, that's fair. <laughs> so I just want to check in really quickly. We are uh, 55 minutes in. Cheryl, I know you have some notes that you have not touched on yet. I am not. So, and I want to respect Uncle Steven's time. So... I just wanted to give you a little time check-in. I appreciate that. I have to be at work at two, so. Oh, okay, cool. So that's our situation. Thank you for listening and joining us today. Please download and subscribe, like, and comment wherever you listen. Check out our website, sisterlysituationspodcast.com. And email us at sisterlysituationspodcast at gmail.com. Also, please check out my lovely sister's yoga website, (laughs) consciousyoga.tv. Thank you. Thank you.